Hey guys, good afternoon. This is Coach V here. I'm Coach David. And this is the Kaizen Karate Podcast. We are recording here at the bitter end of January 2021. Man, we were living in an interesting world where I, I think we're in the middle or towards the end of COVID or at least the shutdowns and all that. I mean, we have to say this, you know, this is a very positive, kin-friendly podcast, but we want to just kind of address the obvious. You know, we're recording as we do distance learning. We're training from home. Uh, what, do you, what, are your, what are your thoughts? Well, I think there's a lot of positivity. There's, there's two vaccines being distributed. There's another one that's uh, probably going to get going in a couple more weeks. So I think we see a little bit of light coming at the end of this tunnel. Um, yeah, it's the middle of winter. It's freezing. We're getting a storm coming like tomorrow. I think we're going to be teaching all day and we're going to be uh, in the storm. But hey, there's going to be a time when we're going to get out of this and we're going to be back to normal training. And I think we're excited to keep working hard to make uh, that the best time. So Coach David, on a very, very serious note, I have to say, uh, you know, my, my son and my wife, they went out to the store today to get mission critical supplies <laughs> and they come back and my son shows me, uh, he says, Dada, look. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, you know, what did we get, uh, you know, milk or bread or eggs? He shows me a bag of carrots and uh, he's like, these are for my snowman I'm going to build. <laughs> So uh, we are fully stocked in the Coach V household to build multiple snowmen. So if you see multiple snowmen with like, you know, carrots and noses, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that will be my house. I so love it. We have all of the essentials in our house right now. So I absolutely love it. I hope that it happens and he gets to build for a full couple of days. I, I anticipate building multiple days, all day, every day for many days to come. So, <laughs> until those carrots are done. So, so uh, here we go, guys. Let's, uh, let's go and get started. You know, so we have this wonderful article. It's from kicksite.com. The title is Four Big Benefits to Continue Martial Arts Training During COVID-19. Now, you know, if you go back through our history of our feed, you know, you, I'm sure you've seen other, uh, I think there was one other podcast, Coach David, that we did, you know, talking about the benefits of training during pandemic. But there's a very specific reason that we're covering this article and talking about this topic. We're about 10, 11 months into COVID. You know, when we get to March of 2021, it'll be a full year. It's unbelievable how long wow. this is going. You know, what was initially, um, I'd say we thought it was going to be two weeks. That's what we were all told. No one knew the, how deep the waters went. And here we are. It seems that, uh, to be honest about it, just, you know, it's kind of setback after setback, maybe disappointment after disappointment. And the thing I love about karate, to say it on a positive note, is we have found, um, we already knew that we had great students and great friends and great instructors, but man, the relationships, the friendships, the almost the little protective bubble that we have, you know, the, the, the camaraderie that we have, the friendships, the after class, you know, you can see when people are having a tough day, but it, it's connecting, right? We're still connecting though, right? Absolutely. And I, I couldn't be happier for a lot of our students who have found greater success during this last 10 months than they might not have had or they might have not otherwise found. And that goes right back to what you just said, community, it's friendship, it's a kinship, uh, people working in harmony together for, for the love of karate, which is really, um, you know, it's music to our ears. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, I, I think it, the recording here, you know, we're almost into February 2021. It's safe to say everyone is a Zoom expert. Everyone's an expert on technology by now. So I don't think we need to talk about that, but we want to talk about the benefits of physical movements, but really focus on it for kids. You know, I know many of the people who are, you know, who are listening, Kaizen Nation, we know you got students in the program, or maybe you're a student as well. 
we want to focus, you know, yeah, on the benefits for adults, but also the benefits for kids. So number one, coming straight from the article, and we'll link this in the show notes, uh, it says benefits of physical movement. Number one, boosting endorphin levels uh, and really improving focus. I mean, I know I can speak for myself. I am off if I'm not exercising that day. I mean, there might be a day when maybe I take a day off, maybe because it was a busy day answering emails or phone calls or meetings or things like that. Coach David, I mean, I don't sleep as well that night. My focus might not be there. And I know when I have knocked out that workout, man, the ability to focus is just there. What are your feelings on that? So much, so important in my life. I can only tell you that if I don't get my regular workout in and I've got a routine, it just, it's not the right day. I don't feel good. I don't focus as well. I'm not as happy. Even if it's just maybe not even the full workout, like let's say, you know, you wake up and you've got great intentions, but things happen, you get a phone call or an email and you got extra work to do, whatever it is, even if you can carve out 10, 15 minutes, take a walk, um, maybe you just, you know, you meditate, even anything, just a little bit goes a long way. Yes, I want my full workout, but if I can't get that, something is better than nothing. So important. That's exactly right. Number two, boosting muscle strength. It prevents injury. So we're talking about the benefits of working out during uh, you know, a pandemic benefits of physical movement, but specifically the benefits of doing karate indoors, right? You know, it's one of the few sports you can do indoors, kind of hard to go swimming inside, kind of hard to play basketball <laughs> or soccer. I mean, maybe you have a house that isn't, has enough space, or maybe you live in a complex or a building where they have these amenities, but most people don't, most people don't have that ability to do it indoors. And that's one of the coolest things about karate. And I think everyone knows this. It's one of the few activities and sports you can still do indoors and through leveraging technology, we can do it in a class. It's different. You know, I've heard all the arguments for why, no, it's not the same. Well, here's my mindset on that. I rather stay active with what we can do than not be active and lose those skills, especially as a black belt or someone who's an upper belt, you spend years developing these skills. To me, it's criminal to let those skills just diminish, right? Absolutely. Because like anything takes a very long time to build them up. It takes hardly any time for them to go away. And so you really, you know, if you, if you can at all help it, you do not want to take huge chunks of time off. You don't want to stop doing things. Um, I know a lot of runners and uh, we have a friend who's a big runner and he'll tell you the same thing that, you know, the big runners, big runners, then they stop. They take a couple of weeks off. That turns into a month off, six months off. And all this great base of conditioning and work they had is gone. And you got to start all over. And it's such a daunting thing to do much better to just not stop and, you know, have that uh, continue forward. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this before, not breaking the chain, consistency, habit tracking, go check out some of the former episodes, you know, to see that. So, uh, you know, number two, boosting muscle strength prevents injuries. You know, one of the things I love about this article is talking about cardiovascular health, but it really talks about mood swings. You know, one of the, you know, people say, oh, we don't talk enough about mental health. I think it's starting to come to light. I think everybody, uh, you know, if you have multiple people living in your household, you know, it's tough being in close proximity. I mean, I got neighbors who live down the street and we'll see each other if we're out for a dog walk or something like that. And, you know, socially distanced, of course. And, um, you know, it's, it's tough. We'll, we'll share notes and be like, yeah, this person had a tough day or something's going on. And, you know, it's, I, I think my take on that is when you exercise, if you have the ability to go for a run outside, if you have the ability to maybe take some free weights or some bands or things like that to the park, you know, and, and in a safe way, of course, 
I think it gives you time to recharge your batteries. I think you got to view yourself using your analogy, almost like a phone. You know, you charge your phone once a day, maybe sometimes more if the battery's dying, right? Mm -hmm. You know, with, with the workout, it's almost the same thing, right? You're making yourself stronger. You're making yourself sharper. And I think, you know, you might be careful how I say this, but, you know, if you want to make yourself better for those in your household, you need some time away, right? Absence makes the heart grow fonder, number one, but the physical conditioning that you're doing when you're gone it's just going to put you in a better place and it's going to improve the mood. Absolutely. So well said. I think that it's, um, you know, if, if you're one of those people who has trouble with that, perhaps maybe you can get up 20 minutes early and get it just in before everyone else is up. Or maybe you stay up and, and do it at, you know, during another time when the, the rest of the group and the family or whatever your situation is, is already busy. Like you can work these things out, but you're so right. The, the benefit to the group not just you, but the group is, is incalculable. That's right. You know, I know that the topic for number two is muscle strength. I know we kind of almost touched on number three, mental health, but um, question for you about your Tuesday class. As if you don't know this, Coach David and uh, Coach Jaden, they teach a wonderful Tuesday class for beginners. You know, I think the uh, word on the street, Coach David, is that it's uh, heavy on the push-ups. Heavy on the push-ups, that's heavy, right. Heavy on the push-ups. And, you know, we're building strength. Why is it so important? Uh, and I know, you know, we're talking about preventing injury here. Why is it so important to build strength, you know, especially during this pandemic? And how do we do it if maybe we don't have all the equipment that a gym might have? Can you do it with body weight? Well, so first of all, one thing that, that's a consequence of this pandemic is everybody is on the computer a lot longer and they're sitting like Zooming or in other kind of meetings all day for most of us. And that puts a tremendous amount of strain, strain on your body, on your back, on your, your, your hamstrings tighten up, you know, your shoulders get tired. So building strength to enable you to do that, first of all, that's critical because otherwise you're going to get injured just from that. But um, the, the whole idea is that when your body is stronger, it's able to withstand other forces, stress forces that it might not otherwise be able to do bands, free weights. Some people have machines in their home. You can do it with just body weight, your own, you know, weight doing, um, you know, incline or decline or, you know, using stairs. And there's a million ways to go about cutting it. But the bottom line is strength is, is what you really want. If you want to try to reduce, you can't eliminate, but reduce the chances of, of uh, injury. That's right. You know, number four here on the list is memory is better when you exercise. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I'll say this is, uh, I think if you're exercising regularly, you're feeling better. It's improving your memory. You're getting stronger. It's just something you need to do. I don't think anyone questions it. One of the things I found is that, you know, the, the earlier I get it done in the day, the more likely I am to do it. The further the day goes on, the more the demands come my way. Um, I found this coach, Dave, this is a mistake I used to make. I used to pack up my schedule from morning till night no white space on the calendar. Uh, you know, at least pre-COVID, I would do that. And I find that having a little bit more white space on the calendar gives me time for those curveballs or the God, I call them God a minute meetings. You know, you know what a God a minute meeting is? Mm -hmm. It's when someone says, hey, got a minute? Yeah. That's a God a minute meeting. And a God a minute meeting, by the way, is never a minute. It's always like, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes. So, you know, you need white space on the calendar for the God a minute meetings, but you also need it just to, you know, if, if something happens, you got a phone call or something like that, you still have time to work out. Because almost always, true or false, when you get a curveball in your calendar, it's not the workout that stays in place. That's the first thing to get cut. Oh, I can do it later. And then it, and if you do it later, it's not the same. 
or the same intensity or the same amount of time, right? You're hundred percent correct. And I, I personally, it's, I get up early and it's the first thing I do. That is, that's like, um, you know, my, my giving myself out of my paycheck, my little savings before I pay my bills, because, you know, that is the most important thing for my long-term and everyone around me is long-term happiness. So I don't want to got a minute, got 10 minutes, got an hour, minute meetings to, to disrupt that. So I found just like you, if you wait, something comes up, you're tired, whatever, there's a million reasons and it makes it so much difficult. So yeah, my, that's my number one recommendation. If you said to me, Coach David, what's the number one thing I can do to make sure I get the to get a workout in? Wake up, even if it's 15 minutes early, do it first thing before you shower, before you eat anything, get it in. That's right. You know, I love this next section. We were talking about uh, why kids love schedules. And, um, you know, I have a, a three and a half year old. He's about to be four. On that's March. hard to believe. Can you believe it? Yeah. For those of you who know uh, my son, he's, he's my oldest. He's about to be four. And uh, it's, it's scary how fast time moves. And, um, you know, so the next section here is talking about kids feel a sense of security with schedules. I got to tell you, you know, when the pandemic hit, and back in March and April, and, you know, things were changing, you know, obviously, there was some, it was a scary time, there was a lot of uncertainty. But I, I think it's safe to say we have a rhythm going on right now. We have a rhythm to our day. Yeah, some days blur. And, you know, we don't get to see people and things like that. But we definitely have a schedule. And one of the things that's so central, and if you're, if you're a parent out there with young kids, uh, I feel you, number one, you know, it's, it's a challenge, you know, and, you know, you have the kids all day as opposed to sending them to daycares, maybe, or school or things like that. And that's a challenge unto itself. So parents, you know, as, you know, providers in the family, now all of a sudden you're wearing a lot more roles. Now you're the assistant karate instructor holding the pads. You know, now you're the, the mentor, the tutor helping with something else. But man, having that sense of a schedule, you know, if you have your karate class, let's say Sunday at one o'clock or Tuesday and Thursday at 3.30, whatever it might be, it's lovely to have that schedule that you can set your clock to because it gives that routine to kids. And Coach David, you got kids. I mean, how much does having that routine and that schedule help? Yeah, I, I mean, I must be a kid too because that schedule really helps me out and I feel so much better about it. Um, I, I think you're 100% correct that, you know, when, when you have a sense of time, like I know what I'm doing at this time, I know what I'm doing at that time, it just makes you feel generally secure because you don't have to worry. Like, and this sense of questioning in your brain, which often is the, you know, the source of insecurity is I'm just not sure, right? I don't know. It's an unknown. Um, I don't have young kids anymore. And I got to give you and every other parent out there with young kids so much credit because it is, you got to do 50 jobs that you never had to do plus your regular job. Um, but I can tell you, even with my older kids, I can tell you having a sense of schedule, having a sense of things happening at the same time, very important still to this day. So have you ever seen that uh, Kermit the Frog meme where he's like sipping a cup of tea and it's, you know, kind of like a not my problem kind of thing. So, um, you know, my mom, grandma, as we call her, um, she, she loves her grandkids, by the way. So I was FaceTiming with her the other day and she could see that, you know, we were just, uh, you know, just doing breakfast routine, morning routine and all that. And, you know, there she was sipping her coffee. You know, and she was like, yeah, I don't have to worry about, you know, any morning routines anymore. So, you know, if that's you and you don't have to, maybe you're not a grandma or grandpa, maybe you're just, you know, it's just you, you don't have young ones in the house, man, you know, it's, it's, you know, I know you got your own challenges you're dealing with right now, but 
it's a lot easier, you know, when you, when you don't have those dependents. And if you do have the dependents, the little ones, it's such a joy. You know, we get to spend so much more time with them. There's a lot of love in the house. There's a lot of that, but at the same time, and if you don't have those routines and that schedule, it can be tough. Coach David, I think you, um, you might know we have a student on Sunday. He was telling me he's training six times per week now. Wow. And, you know, we were talking about this and, you know, some of his peers have actually stopped training because of virtual training. Same experience, same class, same belt. The same student interpreted it differently and said, hey, instead of taking off, I'm actually going to train more because there's no geographic limitations now. And it's kind of interesting, right? You know, you can be the, in, you can grow up in the same house and have two different, you know, same siblings, you know, all, you know, siblings within the same house and two people turn out totally different. It's just the way you interpret the situation. It's the way you react. So um, I think it's all about just routines, you know, and, and going into this next section, um, we're talking about parents getting a break now. And I got to tell you, this reminds me of a quick story. I remember when I was uh, training as an underbelt, you know, below black belt, um, our instructor, he, we, we kind of jokingly said he always had a traveling dojo, you know, cause there was a dojo dojo at one point, but then he closed it down. And then we, you know, trained in different spaces and facilities. At one point we were training in a, in a, in a gym gym, like a recreational kind of a center. And long story short is I remember, you know, we would be taking karate class and then we would see some of the parents on the fitness equipment uh, working out. And it was always kind of interesting. I never really connected dots because I wasn't thinking like a parent then, but I was like, oh, why are they working out? Looking back, I get it. What the parents were doing was during that one hour of peace that they had while, you know, it's not babysitting, but it's still a, you know, it's a time when the kids are occupied. They're not just being babysat. They're, they're, they're learning a skill, you know, an actual skill that they can use. They, the parents were great. You know, they were using that time to, to exercise. I know some parents might use it just to sit down and grab a cup of coffee. And if that's what you need, go for it. But I got to tell you, I mean, Coach David, I don't know about you. When it comes summertime, how many times have you met someone and said, you know, my abs are just too defined. You know, like I, I, I am just too ripped. I am in too good of a shape. I am. I, I just don't like it. My body fat is too low. Have you ever met anyone like that? It's, it's, no, I have not. I haven't. So, you know, I've learned this, you know, discipline is doing the things you need to do, even if you don't feel like doing it. Right. So, you know, if you, if you're a young adult and a young adult, if you're an adult with young kids, that's a better way of putting it. Uh, I know I'm in this path, man. The second my kids go to bed, coach David, let me tell you the first thing I do, I am hitting the weights. I'm, you know, going on a run, doing a walk, doing a stationary bike. I'm doing something to get my body moving. How about you? That's, a, that's just great because to me, that's just maximizing your time. Uh, you don't have that much free time when you do, especially when you have young kids, you, you know, if you can actually do something positive and not just, you know, some people need to sit on the couch, so that's fine. But if you can take advantage of it, you know, do the exercise then or take care of things that would be otherwise difficult to do, I think you're being smart. And that uh, sounds like you're, you found the little secret to trying to get ahead while, you know, not losing out on anything else, like time with your kids. I mean, certainly trying. I, I got to give a shout out to my wife because, you know, all the moms out there, you guys got a hard job. You know, I see my wife, she's, she's exhausted, you know, by the end of the day. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying she's, she's just a really great mom, you know, and she works really hard to take care of the kids. And, you know, and if that's you out there, um, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not discounting how hard your job is because it's tough, you know, but if you can, you know, I think it's great to, you know, get on the, 
get on the treadmill or if you, if you have one, get on a bike, you know, just go for a walk outside. One of the things she started doing was um, occasionally, she, you know, when the weather's not, you know, 20, it was like 20 degrees last night, you know, assuming it's not bitterly cold with like horrid, horrid wind chill, right? You know, get outside, pop in your headphones, go for a walk, uh, you know, if that's right. possible. Everyone's situation's different, so you got to do what works for you. Uh, let's shift gears here. You know, we're going to talk about building up the immune system. This is one of my favorite parts here because COVID-19, you know, uh, how, you know, one of the things that I'm hearing is that if you're in better shape, better health, your chances of doing okay here are increased. And there's a quote here from Cedric Bryan, and it says, every sweat session you do can help strengthen your immune function for about 24 hours. Let's say that again. Every sweat session you do can help strengthen your immune function for about 24 hours. Said another way, every tough workout you do boosts your immune system for the next 24 hours. Coach, can you, can you talk to us about that? That is fantastic. I mean, we've always known, I mean, I think empirically humans have known that, um, you know, after you do a workout, you have this endorphin, you feel like they call it a runner's high, right? People feel good. Uh, of course, if you get injured, that's a different story, but you know, normal, good workout. And I think that uh, science has now shown that there's a, uh, physiological condition that presents itself, enabling you to fight colds, fight flus, fight everything a little bit better for the next day, um, which again goes to our motto of no days off, right? You constantly are working out, then you're pretty much going to be having a higher state of immunity, you know, for the entire time you're doing it. And I think we've also shown recently, and it doesn't talk about it here, that it doesn't have to be a two hour long, 50 mile hike, you know, marathon run. No you can get away with a very short workout um, and that's going to provide you still benefits. So to me, this is just kind of already stating what I kind of know to be true. That's exactly right. You know, we're getting close to, to, to wrapping up the podcast here. Before we do, there's one final section. It's classes providing community. I know we've touched on that, but coach David, I just want to first say community, community to me is, you know, you can view it a couple ways. If you're a student, you have your classmates, you have your, your instructor, right? If you're an instructor or a teacher or you operate a school, right? You have your, your team that you're working with. You got your, you know, your peers, your fellow instructors. I mean, Coach David, I don't know if I say this to you enough, but I, I can't tell you how much I, I value you and, you know, your friendship and, and our time teaching together. It's one of the highlights of my week, you know, when we get to train together. And I, and I think it's safe to say that about all the instructors. I mean, we have such a wonderful team of instructors. If you're listening to this, thank you guys for all that you do. And, you know, if you're one of our parents, thank you for, for sticking with us and, and continuing the training. And I think community is not one person. There's not one person that runs a school. It's, it's a team effort. And it takes a lot of people that, that, you know, want to have the train moving in that direction for the train to move in that direction. And, you know, we are, are I'd say blessed, you know, it, it's, we're, we're, we're in a very good place where for many, many, many years, I want to say we've been doing the right thing. And even though there's a pandemic going on, you know, we're, we've been fortunate to have, you know, classes running seven days a week. We have group classes, we do private lessons, we do all these things. And man, we got some of the best students ever. We really do. You know, and the instructors are just phenomenal. Every single instructor who's teaching right now is just really working hard, you know, working hard to lesson plan, working hard to, you know, to put together just great classes. Uh, I've had a chance to pop in on some and just seeing the instructors just bringing it day after day, week after week. And I'm sure not everyone's, you know, wanting to, because maybe there's something going on or, you know, you watch a little too much news that day or something. Right. But man, the professionalism just, uh, you know, 
being a pro, showing up, bringing it, you know, our weekend instructors, our after school instructors, everyone's just doing it. So coach, what's your thought on community? Well, I know we talked about this a little bit off air and uh, that is that there's a love, there's a love of the group. There's a love of what we do. Um, and we have a, such a solid group, such good brothership, we call it, right? That it's, um, it makes it fun and easy. It's like everybody wants to do it. So you can tell it comes right through the instruction. It comes to the students. It comes through the group. Uh, how many times, this is a question for you, how many times right after a class does everyone come up to, to the mic and say, thank you, Coach B. Thank you, Coach David. Great class. Like it's, it's not just one student. It's almost all the students, every class now. And it's like, we don't need that. I don't need to hear it, but I think they, they, there's a love and everyone wants to just kind of like a group, thank you hug for letting us have this hour together to do this fun thing. And to me, that says a lot right there. You know, I've said this before and, and I agree with you. Um, I, I, I remember some country quote, um, maybe it's Kenny Rogers and I, I apologize if I'm butchering the quote, but you know, it's everyone needs something to, to do each day. Everyone needs someone or something to love and everyone needs something to look forward to. And I think, um, and I think I know that when you got something to look forward to, that's a huge, huge part of just being in a good mental space. And I think with karate classes and, you know, we're, we're able to do belt exams in a very limited capacity right now, but we're still able to continue onwards in, a, in that, that way. I think what it does is Think about it like this, Coach David. How many events do we have booked on the calendar that are virtual? Pretty much everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many events do we have booked on the calendar that are in person? Very, very few, if any. And I think that one of the things that's cool about karate is that it's continuing something that started pre-pandemic and it still provides some semblance of normalcy. You know, And there's so many sports and activities we can't do right now. Right. And I know everyone's just kind of like, uh, you know, I, I've heard the words, I'm over it. I've heard the words of when is it going to be done? And I've heard some other choice words too, which I can't say because this kid found podcast. But I will say this better days are coming. Right. If, you know, if you look at history, if you're a student of history, which I am, nothing lasts forever. Right. Uh, good or bad. And, you know, the good news is that, you know, things are almost always darkest before the light. And I, I guess that's just me being the eternal optimist. I don't, I don't think it's being Pollyanna. I think it's just more being, look, this is the historical trends of what's to come. And Coach David, you know, if you, if you remember early on in the, the pandemic, I put up a, a quote. It was by, um, I think it was Sir Isaac Newton. And he was alive, I'm pretty sure, during the bubonic plague. And it was one of the most uh, productive periods of his lifetime. He developed theories of relativity, optics, you know, all of these different things. I think calculus or... You know, there's, and you can go look it up, guys. You know, there's so many things that he got done. And, you know, Coach David, that stuck with me when I read that because I knew that it's going to be a challenge. I knew this is going to be going on a lot longer than we anticipated. And I said to myself, what is it that I can do? What are the few things that I can control? You know, and let's focus on that. Because at the end of the day, we're all going through it. At the end of the day, you know, there's, there's challenges, but that's one of the things I think I love about karate. It's one of the few sports you can still do indoors. It's one of the few activities you can safely do in a group virtually, right? It's fantastic. And I agree with what you just said. Um, I think it allows us to feel a little bit of normalcy in what has been a very abnormal year. Um, and just what you said about 
being optimistic, being positive, you know, I think there's a lot to be positive about. Like, I think we've, I mean, I hate to say this because I don't want to be anybody saying, you know, that, that was the, you know, poo-pooing it, if you will. But I think we've been through the worst, you know, as far as there's a hope vaccines are out. We're seeing people, you know, numbers are on the way down. There, there's reasons to be hopeful and us being back to quote unquote more normal, not fully normal, but more normal, you know, in short order. So I think that that's, that's just for anybody out there who's like still kind of saying I'm over it, you know, just hang on a little bit. You're almost there. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to throw in this. I know not everyone has this, but I'm going to tell you about a TV show that's, that, that I loved. It was funny, super positive. And Coach V, you're going to love this. If you can possibly, if you get Apple TV Plus, if you have the ability to, to at least try the channel out, whatever, watch the show Ted Lasso. It's one season right now. There are more seasons planned. He, uh, the story, just quickly, he's a, he's a coach. He's a football coach, but he gets hired to be a soccer coach over in England on a Premier League. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know squat about soccer, and he's got to go over to a place where the soccer is everything. Um, but he is super positive and, um, you know, reminds me of you a little bit. And I, it's a funny, funny show. Very good watch. Highly recommend it. So here you go. I'm definitely going to go watch that now. Give it a watch. You, you said Apple TV Plus? Apple TV Plus, Ted Lasso. That, that, that sounds like a plan. That sounds like a plan. You know, I'll, I'll say this, Coach David. You know, we, we're talking about things to come and things to look forward to. You know, believe it or not, we're actually already starting to prepare for summer camp 2020 That's awesome. Um, you know, I had a couple of parents email me. They said, what is the summer 2021 plans looking like? You know, we're looking to sign up and all this. Uh, and another parent actually said, are you sure you're running in summer 2021? And here's the answer. We don't know any more than everyone else, you know, but what we do know is that we are preparing and we are setting up uh, plans and contingency plans uh, for summer camp. So the plan is highly likely it's going to be hybrid, highly likely it's going to be in person uh, as well as virtual. Uh, So that's what we did last year. So we're going to have a virtual camp. We're also going to have a in-person camp and, you know, we're going to be flexible and nimble. And if things need to go back to virtual at any point, that's fine. But in 2020, believe it or not, Coach David, we, we actually did operate uh, in person. It was limited. And, you know, there was a lot of restrictions. I think we know a lot more now than we did last summer. Uh, but yeah, believe it or not, we actually are planning. So it's hard to believe that we're actually thinking about those things, but it's, it's, it's on the radar now. That's fantastic. And I, I think to me, it just says we're doing the best we can with what we have, trying to maximize the ability for people to, to attend and be inclusive. So, I mean, I think, again, that's more positive news, something to be looking forward to. That's exactly right. Well, guys, before we get out of here, you know, just please go ahead and uh, leave us a review. Five stars is always preferred. Uh, You know, if you can please go ahead and (laughs) like and share the podcast, you know what to do. Uh, And the one ask we do have is this. If you know one person who would really benefit from hearing this message today, do me a favor, please go ahead and share it with them. You know, send it to them in Messenger, text it to them. You know how to do that. You just hit that little box in the top right-hand corner. It's like a little square with an arrow. You hit it, you click the share, copy link button. We're on all the major podcast platforms. Wherever you find it, you know, just let them know to find it. We'd really appreciate your help getting the word out there. You know, we do this for fun. Uh, I think Coach David and I, it's safe to say we're ambassadors of the art. We love to do this to not just help the Kaizen community and Kaizen Nation, but also just people all around. You know, so we're based in Washington, D.C., uh, if you're from within the U.S. or we have a lot of friends who are outside the U.S., believe it or not, um, you're all welcome, right? So this is an open community. We're doing this to, to help people and we're doing this to share ideas and thoughts and hopefully that can help you to improve and to, to move yourself forward. I think we're in a season of giving, Coach David. 
I think it's all about helping people to move forward. We talked about this last night in a Thursday night Brown and Red Bell class where, you know, just be kind, be a little kinder to your friends, be a little kinder to your parents, you know, be a little, you know, if you're kids, right. Be a little kinder to your spouse, you know, if you're, if you have a partner, uh, you know, and just focus on giving a little more. And, you know, I know we all are, everyone has done that just a little bit longer guys, keep going, you know, we'll, we'll get there and better days are ahead. I really, really, really believe that. And if you don't just keep going for today, right? Take it one day at a time. Very well said. All righty, folks. Listen, we're getting out of here until next time. I'm coach V. I'm coach David. Thank you guys. We will see you next time. Take care, everybody.